I'm Rosie Matteo, and welcome to From Pot to Popular, a new podcast where we interview the media, marketers, and moguls who are mainstreaming cannabis. Welcome to today's episode of Pot to Popular. I'm your host, Rosie Matteo. Today, we're joined by Tania Rivers, Chief People Officer of CureLeaf. Tania joins us today and talks about what she looks for in a candidate the special programs initiatives that CureLeaf has put in place to retain great talent and what the future for the company looks like. Welcome, Tania. Thanks for having me, Rosie. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat with you. You know, we always say the company is all about the people, right? And how you put it together. So I'd love to uh, talk a little bit about your background. I always like to start off that way. So you entered the cannabis industry in 2020 after working with Merrill Lynch, Philadelphia 76ers, and the YMCA and other mainstream companies. So for those who are not familiar with your background, how did your previous work experience lead to your current role as Chief People Officer at CureLeaf? Yeah, so I've been in human resources for over 25 years, started my career off in the Fortune 500 companies and pretty much done everything under the HR umbrella. So you name it, I've done it from training and development to recruiting to engagement. And all of those experiences that I had truly have helped shape me to be the professional that I am today, where our employees are our most valuable asset. And My job in partnership with other leaders in the organization is to create an amazing culture where our employees can thrive. I love that. And do you notice there are any like differences like as you're interviewing people, the types of profile, like is there something that you specifically look for that is like a little different than when you were working more quote unquote like mainstream industries? Yeah, I would say that, you know, first, I think it's important that I believe in the power of cannabis. And that's one of the reasons why I came to work for CureLeaf, but in terms of of the background of individuals, that a lot of the skill sets that someone would have would be very much transferable to work in the cannabis industry. So for example, if you are a salesperson and you work in a retail store and you love it, you love engaging with people, you love chatting and talking about the different products in your retail store, you might make an amazing store associate in one of our dispensaries. So those skill sets will very much be transferable and we're always looking for talent. So please go check out the CureLease website and take a look at our open positions. I love that too. I know some people get a little freaked out, like I'm working cannabis, do I need something? But really, if you're like a best athlete, as they say, you know, you can thrive in this industry and just talk a little more about like athletics. So two of your recent career stops included the 76ers and Harris Winter Sports. And you barely oversee HR for the 76 and New Jersey Devils. So I'd love to learn a little bit what team building skills did you pick up in the world of sports that you believe have transferred over into the cannabis industry? Because we know that we all like to use a sports metaphor. How do you see that? Yeah, I I would tell you one of the things that I picked up and I pretty much injected in organizations that I've worked for specifically at CureLeaf, but that I've learned throughout sports is you have to really teach your leaders how to engage, inspire, and develop their teams. Your your role as a leader is really important. And that's something that I take very seriously. So in fact, one of the things that I'm doing at CureLeaf is building a leadership and development curriculum right now, where we can really teach our leaders how to engage, how to inspire, how to motivate their employees so they're actually excited about coming to work and continue and want to continue to grow here at CureLeaf. 
I love that. I think that's like part of it too. We think about this in our company too. Like how do we, you know, invest in our people and help them get to the next level. And it's so important. It's not just like getting the job. It's like that career development. And so you can make a home and a career at a company. So super, super important. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, to, just to follow up on that in the, in the last few years, we've seen influx of like mainstream hires come to the space, you know, earlier discussion and banks, which is one of our clients in their latest salary guide reported that the vast majority of cannabis lawyers are offering standard benefits like PTO, medical coverage, but are there any other like specific employee retention strategies that cannabis companies need to think about to be competitive in this job market? Because it is a risk for some people leaving their mainstream jobs. They feel it's a risk for cannabis space. What do you have to offer to entice people? Sure. Rosie, I think it's important and cannabis companies need to understand is that you have to really create a culture where employees can see upward trajectory in their roles. They want to know that they don't just have a job, they have a career. So some of the cool things that we're going to be doing at Cure Relief is creating job paths so they can see that, okay, I can start at a store and be a store associate and work my way up to management, really creating that career path so they can see that We want you to stay here. We want you to grow. And cannabis is a place where you can spend your rest of your career at. You can retire within cannabis. It's not a place where you could just come in and leave. We we want you to stay forever. And that's something that we're focusing on at our organization. I love that. And in the past, you know, workplaces that you've helped uh, build have won best places to work from Philadelphia Business Journal, Best Culture America by Entrepreneur. So what do you think are the few keys to building a strong workplace like in the cannabis industry so, you know, we can start getting these type of awards? Yeah, well, we talked about one one initiative in terms of how do you develop those leaders so they can inspire the next generation of employees that come through our doors. Another thing is, this is cannabis. Have fun. What things are you doing to engage where employees can just have fun? We just uh, rolled out what we call our Fun Fridays. And I have to shout out uh, one of our leaders, Dinesh, who is a senior leader that runs all of our retail stores, but they do some cool things in our retail stores and fun Fridays where they may have an ice cream social. They may have a food truck that may pull up where employees can go outside and eat together and engage. Cannabis is fun. And we want to make sure that employees have fun within the space. I love that. It's, I mean, I think that's part of it. It's like, I think that's also even for us, it's like, Cannabis is cool, right? It's like a very different industry and we should have embraced that and almost like lean into it. Like, let's make it a different type of an industry because we can because it's so early on. Absolutely. And, you know, I I mentioned this earlier, we're talking about your background, but you were at Curio Wellness uh, before you came to CureLeave. And you see, you held executive positions in human resources at two companies in cannabis. And unfortunately, as we know, it's fairly rare in the cannabis industry, concerning only the 13% of executive roles in the cannabis industry are held by people of color. So how do you think corporations and all industry stakeholders can meaningfully increase female representation in the C-suite and how will these changes impact the company operation? Yeah, I would say that first and foremost, you have to create a culture where employees can be their most authentic selves. You know, I share a story when I started off my career in the Fortune 500 companies. I recall a time where I used to go in a bathroom stall and cry. You know why, Rosie? Because I felt like it was a place that was not inclusive. I did not feel like I had a sense of belonging and I felt almost alone. And that was such a pivotal moment for me because from that point moving forward, I said, I am going to ensure that when I run HR, 
I'm going to do everything in my power to create a place where employees know that no matter who you are, you're appreciated. And that's something cool that we do here at Curaleaf, where we have our employee resource groups. We really focus on diversity and inclusion. And I think that's something that us in this space and senior leaders within cannabis industry should focus on and ensure that they're creating these inclusive workforces. That's important. And we have to keep that of the, you know, I would say as a priority in our organizations. Yeah. And to follow up on that, you know, considering how many of the multi-state operators industry have launched robust CSR initiatives within their growth plans, what specifically drew you to building out the people team at CureLeaf? And just a little more on what your long and short-term goals are in that role. Sure. So right uh, since I started, I've already hit the ground running and hired an amazing VP of talent acquisition. You know, we want to hire A players and create a place where employees can say, you know what? I heard about CureLeaf. I want to come work for them. And Jamie is starting to create that right now. She's been in a job for about 10 days, <laughs> but that's an exciting thing. Another role that we've created on the people and culture team that I'm currently um, hiring for. So again, uh, a plug to go check out Curly's website. We are looking for a vice president of learning and development. And this is someone specifically who's going to come into our organization, create very specific, specific curriculums in each of our divisions, build out a leadership and development curriculum, again, focusing on learning and developing for our employees and our team, for our team members. And that's something that's so important to me and here at CureLeaf as well. Yeah. And, you know, CureLeaf has been identified as a champion for diversity, diversity, inclusion in the workplace. Um, And you guys have earned the the Minority to Medical Marijuana Diversity Inclusion Award, the Cannabis Doing Good Neighbor Award. So how can CureLeaf's people team continue to build upon the company's rooted in good initiative? I would love sure, to know more about that, how you guys are working it. Yeah, I have to just give you a heads up. We actually was just recently an honorable mention by Reagan for DEI Professional of the Year and CSR Team Member of the Year. So shout out to CureLeaf and our diversity teams because we're continuing to blaze the trails and do some amazing things here at CureLeaf. But in terms of our, you know, what we want to continue to do is build on what we're doing right now. Take what we're doing to the next level where, again, we are creating a place where we can teach our employees that they are important no matter who they are. In fact, we are creating what we're calling a Building Bridges Book Club, where it's a place where we can share diverse topics in the workplace and kind of learn from each other. So that's just another new initiative that's going to be coming up within the next upcoming month. So really I love cool. it. So creative. I love it. It's great. Yeah, thank you. And so beyond your work at CureLeaf, um, you also serve as a board uh, president in the Second Chance Mission in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. The organization strives to offer support and uh, strength to those who suffer adversity and turn their lives around. So how did you become involved in Second Chance Mission and how can others support the organization? Yeah, so for me, I grew up in Philadelphia and just when I walked the streets in West Philadelphia, it was very common for me to see just homelessness. And it was something that I was very passionate about. And I found out about Second Chance Mission, where they take this holistic approach to homelessness, where they don't just provide shelter, but they provide job training. They provide help with 
clothing, anything you could think of. They take a holistic approach to get people fully functioning back into the workforce. And that excites me. And I've been uh, the board president there. And for those who are very interested, please go check out Second Chance Mission's website. We're always looking for volunteers. And we want to create a better place in our communities where we play and where we serve. So it's really important. I love that. And we talked about this a little earlier about, you know, transferable skills, but I want to just dig a little more into that. So from your vantage point, what do you believe are the most important skills people from other industries can bring to cannabis right now? Like you're in the, you're in the heart of it. And what advice do you have for individuals who want to pivot into cannabis or unsure where to start? Yeah, I would say the skill sets are, if you're passionate you're hardworking, you have grit, you're willing to really roll up your sleeves and get into the trenches. You're not afraid to take risks. Like our, the cannabis industry is very fast paced. So you have to be able to pivot when necessary. But if you're interested, I would say to start checking out, like, again, go check out our website at Curly to see the open positions. I'm pretty certain. So let's say you are even a finance professional that works outside of cannabis, those skill sets will very much be transferable to work in our organization. So those same skill sets that you have, you can bring to our organization. We are a place where, again, people come first. And if you want to thrive in culture, we definitely want you to come be with us. I love it. And also, so and, and as a, a final question, so I know shortly after you were appointed chief people officer and culture officer, Curly, you said that you were excited about the company's evolution and rapid growth. So moving forward, what do you envision the company's growing into the future? Like, what does that look like for you? And like, what are you like most excited about? Yeah, I think we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to expand our footprint. And I think what's so exciting to me is, again, having the opportunity to create a best place to work for our organization. We want to get continue to get awards where our employees are excited to come work for us and they know that this is a place where I am going to be my very best self. And not only am I going to do that, this is an organization is going to help me prepare for what's next. So I'm just excited about where Curaleaf is going and very, very excited and honored to be a part of this journey. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was, and you got me pumped about, you know, really what the future is and just like the culture, right? Because like as the largest company in the space, like what you guys do, filters down the rest of the industry. So kudos to you really like leading, uh, doing well by doing good. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Rosie.